Open the door and step inside to a world of practical magic, where we blend the mystical and mundane worlds of the everyday witch. Presented by Wise Woman Witchery and hosted by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade-Lewis. Welcome to The Witch Next Door. I'm Emily. I'm Veronica. And this week we're going to talk about being rebel witches. Right? Which I never really consider myself a rebel. So this should be really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> like I grew up with sisters who were rebels. So I know what that kind of rebel looks like. Like that's a different kind of rebel than I think when we're talking about. But yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, rebellion is really just going against the grain, right? It's going yes. against the quote norm, unquote. Uh, I was definitely a rebel as a teenager, a wild teenager. I would not wish that on any parent to have had me as a daughter because I know that was not easy my parents um but I was I was wild and I had friends who were even wilder than I was that being said uh, you know it was all about going against the grain and finding some power in being different and uh in pushing back finding my own autonomy and authority within that and I think that is sometimes what rebellion is about not always <laughs> yes I totally agree with that. Cause I think that's what actually I'm like, that's what made me open my eyes to different ways of, you know, belief system was growing up as a Christian scientist. And I was, you know, in Sunday school, I remember us talking about, um, gays and lesbians and it was like my instructor, my Sunday school teacher was like, yeah, no, that's like not allowed. Like it's not okay. And, you know, I'm like, what do you mean? It's not okay what do you mean it's not okay and my aunt is lesbian so I'm like you're telling me that it's not okay that my aunt is who she is and so that was the beginning of my rebellion against that way of thinking mm -hmm. really that pushback I was like yeah no I don't think so you're not going to tell me that my aunt who I love and adore is not okay with who she is right you know yeah yeah so sometimes we have to have ourselves challenged in order to find our pushback right? We come up, we get challenged and then some people will be like, oh, okay, that's how it is. And other people will be like, uh, no, I'm not going along with that. Um, but the idea of rebellion in terms of witchery, uh, you know, so often, um, well, I mean, just the word, witch. we've talked about this before the word, witch, witchcraft, all of it gets this kind of rap, right? There's, and sometimes it's a bad rap, depending on who you talk to. Yeah. Some people are like, Ooh, that's cool. And then other people are like, what? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. You're, you're convert cavorting with Satan or whatever, yeah. um, you know, so, uh, no, not doing that. Uh <laughs> not what that means. <laughs> right. But there is this sort of preconception for some people and in certain groups and belief systems that witchcraft is wrong. And so by the sheer fact that you might be following that path, some people might see you as a rebel, somebody yes. who is pushing back against the system, against the quote truth, uh, or, or even just pushing back against the way things are. And I know both Veronica, you and I both came to kind of witchcraft through that lens of the reclaiming tradition, right? which yes. is, I mean, there were other parts 
also, but that was a big part of both of our learning process. And, and that is, you know, a lot of the values that are held within that group are around social justice issues. And when I think about social justice, I often think about that pushback about, yeah, Mm -hmm. this is actually, I'm looking at the system. The system is not okay. And I'm going to go out and try to make a difference. Yes. Which can be seen as rebellion. Oh, big time. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah. I remember going to my first protest, like my first war protest when I was like, I don't know, 14 or something. Uh, I'm guessing I was like 14. I must've been. And I remember standing out there with my like honk for peace sign, you know, and, uh, (laughs) and feeling so empowered in that of like, I'm, I mean, I don't know how much difference my 14 year old self standing on the corner in Santa Rosa, California made, uh, (laughs) for the Gulf war, but It made a difference for you. It made a difference for me and feeling like I'm standing up for what I believe in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think so often standing up for what you believe in can really be seen as being a rebel. Oh, big time. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, because anytime you stand up against, you know, another voice, it's like, oh, what? And especially a collective voice that's saying yes. one thing and you're like, oh, well, actually I think it's something else, or I believe this, you know? then it's like, what, you know, you're the, you're the, the person out, you know, Yes, (laughs) you're the rebel. Oh yeah. And I never like, as a, as a child, I was always very, you know, quiet and not like that at all. So it's quiet. I was a very quiet child. (laughs) Apparently you found your voice somewhere along the way. huh? (laughs) I did. I did find my voice and definitely, you know, had to step out of the house to find it, you know? Yeah. Um, and just find myself more and more, but yeah, I just feel like, um, having not come from that, just like, there's some people who are just born with that. Hey, I'm going to do it my way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That like, and my sister was one of those, like, she's, oh, I'm going to like, oh yeah, you think that? Well, I think this, you know, kind of thing. And with fire, you know, not just like, oh, let me, you know, for me, I oh, was like, huh. I always just kind of stood back and watched everything and kind of listened and then, yeah, kind of broke up disharmony because I don't like disharmony. <laughs> so in order to embrace like the idea of being a rebel and going against the grain, it, for me, it really was like, it had to be something that was really close and dear to me, you know, like, like, you know, this, the story I just said about my aunt, like, oh yeah, you're, you're actually, I feel like you're attacking my, someone that I love, like you know, that that's not okay for her, you know, and, and I love her deeply. So like, and I didn't even question that what she was doing was wrong. Like, uh-huh. because why would that be wrong? Cause I see lo- like where I see love, I don't see that there could be anything wrong there. If, you know, no one's getting hurt. It's just, no, it's love. It's love. It's the opposite. <laughs> it's the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that I've, oh no, I just lost my train of thought. Quick, say something, Veronica. <laughs> oh, I just had the, my, my thought popped in was a secret rebel. So I feel like I was a secret oh. rebel that started coming up and being like secretly doing things and not sharing it. Nobody not sharing that part of myself being in the broom closet for sure, you know, and, and being like the secret, like everybody, oh yeah, Veronica's so innocent. And so this, and so that and I'm like, ah, they don't have a clue. <laughs> 
I'm making potions over here. Exactly. <laughs> I'm weaving spells over here. Nobody knows. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. I think that people are sometimes drawn to witchcraft because it feels like rebelling, you know, yes. especially I know in working with teenagers, it's sort of a theme that I've seen uh, pop up of like, oh my gosh, I've discovered witchcraft and it's, you know, but it's, it's really going against the grain of what their family might believe or the way they've been brought up as a way again, to find some autonomy. Um, whether or not they stick with that path, you know, that's a whole other story, but that initial allure of something being different. Yeah. Um, and it's empowering. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's empowering, especially if you come from a different background. Like I came back from Christianity. It's like, it's kind of outside of you. A lot of it is outside of you. Um, where if you're, you're thinking, oh, I have, I have the power to change things, you know, like I can, I have the power um, to make magic and to change my world, you know, I'm sorry. I just had a he-man moment. I have the power, oh, right? Nice. Nice. <laughs> right. Any, any other eighties kids out there? You might touch my drift. Um, <laughs> nice. But there, it is right. Because I feel like at its core, or at least at the, the core of the way that I learned witchcraft and the way that I personally practice it. And I know Veronica, the way that you practice it too, it is really about seeing yourself connected to a whole versus the power being outside of you. And so being able to connect to that sort of universal energy and recognizing that it, it moves through you and you can harness that and channel it in different ways. And it is really empowering. Yes. Yeah. And then I feel like with the rebels, I'm like, oh, wow. When I see someone who's being a rebel, it's just like, yeah, I'm going to do what I want. It's like, that is like the first thing is like that person looks empowered, you mm -hmm. know, whether it's coming for a positive or a more angry place, it's like, that's depending on the person and where that is. But it definitely has that sense of like, oh, that person like is empowered and they have something to say and they they're coming from that place, you know? And mm -hmm. it's funny because, because I have so many siblings, I've got, I've, I've been able to watch each one of them in their own way. Um, and one of my sisters, she was like considered the rebel and she is now like a mom of two kids and, you know, the total opposite, <laughs> but she isn't like, she's such a rebel in the way she thinks. Like she's very passionate. Like whenever she talks super passion, like anything that she like, walks onto that is going to be it, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so she's still, I, in my eyes, even though she's like, a like seems to be, you know, just a stay at home mom, but she's not just a stay at home <laughs> mom, by the way, <laughs> just a lot of other things, but like the kids, the dogs that, you know, just what looks like on the outside, like, oh, she's still that rebel right there. That's just like, I'm going to tell you what is what. <laughs> Get out of my way. Yeah. Well, but and, like super empowered, you know? Yes. Well, and I guess one of the things that I, I would speak to is that as we're talking about being a rebel today, I'm not necessarily talking about somebody who is so rebellious. They're out to hurt someone else. Nice. I'm, you know, because that's, I think there's a lot of power and empowerment in, in marching to the beat of your own drum. Um, but I'm all about like harm no one. 
like, yes. <laughs> like the, the choices that we make and maybe the rebellious actions we take, I feel like for me have to come from a place of, um, I don't know if peace is the right word, but just that do no harm, you know, yes. you can change things without doing harm Yeah, and, and, and not being violent <laughs> and moving towards like what you feel is like true justice, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like what feels like justice and what feels, yeah. As opposed to like uh, coming from a place of anger or hurt or fear, you know? Uh-huh. Totally. Yeah. It's funny. I, I looked up the word, um, the word rebel in, and in the Oxford dictionary, I believe it is. It's a person who rises in opposition Um, so I like that, but then it goes on to say, or armed resistance against an established government or ruler. Um, so I'm just for the record, when we're talking today, we're talking about a person who rises in opposition. Yes, (laughs) for sure. Yes. Uh, that that's all that is all. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's, you know, standing up for what you believe is right. And like, even though let's say, you know, it's there, you know, you're being told that witchcraft is bad or, you know, you're hearing that it's like, you know, basis of Satan or whatever. And you're like, um, I'm maybe like, maybe I'm going to look into this because I don't know if that's right. Like following your intuition, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like listening to your inner voice as opposed to what the norm or what you're hearing out, you know, outside, you know? Well, and, and learning, like actually gathering knowledge and information and having a critical mindset, you know, like being able to critically think through things is going to also aid your intuition in making decisions that are more appropriate or accurate. Um, I know for myself, some of my, my rebel, my inner rebel (laughs) wants to be all Oh, screw the establishment. Let's burn it all down. Right. That's, that's totally Emily's teenage self. Um, <laughs> that still hides in there. That's just, she's still in there. She's like, that's it. We're going to destroy it all. Um, that's actually not helpful. <laughs> so I have to get that rebel self in check, but there mm-hmm. is a feeling of empowerment within that of like, I have control to destroy everything. And, yeah. uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying that's a good idea. I'm just recognizing that that is, that is part of how my rebel, uh, shows up for me, but there are other ways she shows up where she gives me fuel and energy and does make me feel like empowered to step into my own authority. It's interesting. Like, I, I feel like, because I am more of a quiet person, I mean, well, I'm not really quiet, but you know what I mean? I <laughs> Like I, I'm one to more sit back and listen than to step forward and be like, this is what I have to say. You're but, more gentle. Thank you. That's a good, that's a good way to describe me. So when, <laughs> when I step forward to have to say something like it's because I'm passionate about it. And I really, I like, I feel like my voice needs to be heard or that part is not being told, you know? Um, and I, yeah, I feel like there there's, I mean, there's so many different ways of, being a rebel and speaking, speaking, you know, your what you feel is the, I mean, there's the big T, you know, truth, like what you think is truth. You know, for me, I just like to go to the basis of love. Like, is that in love? Is that in love? Huh? Like, um, 
And if I don't hear that, then I'm like, okay, well then we need to speak to love here because this isn't loving, you know, Mm -hmm. this, this is, this is creating disharmony or this is this, and you know, and maybe we should look this up and educate ourselves. (laughs) Well, and you know, love can be fierce too. Love can drive us to a place of impassioned resistance or, um, you know, change to create change. Change. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So even if disharmony is not always bad, but sometimes the aggression that lives within disharmony Mm -hmm. is, is not productive to making the change occur. I like that you said that because disharmony does that happens. It happens. It happens all the time. You're going to have it. Like there is, there's always going to, there's going to be an imbalance somewhere. And you're just like trying to get back to that center point, you know, right. Right before we started this podcast, I picked a card, Emily. Remember what I picked? The tower. (laughs) The tower. I, I never picked the tower. I have to say this first. I never picked that card. Really? Never. I look at my tarot stickers from like a year. I, I didn't pick one. Like, I don't ever pick that card. So you just have like a million tower stickers because you never put them in your tarot journal? Exactly. Jeez. (laughs) That's pretty wild. Yeah. But it just, I brought that up because I'm like, oh yeah, that's the place of constant of change of, you know, this is like the world being turned upside down. And then how do you respond to that? (laughs) That's my rebel. Burn it all down. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Hours burning, Emily. What are you gonna do? Did you I'm gonna celebrate. <laughs> My teenage self is like kicking back, you know, watching the tower burn, going, "Yeah." But my adult <laughs> self is like, "All right, where should we start rebuilding?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, and I see all these people like falling out of the tower, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, this looks horrible." Like. <laughs> You know, like how this feels when you, when it's like, I mean, in this world that we're living in, that we're constant, we're having this constant deep change that's happening, you know, how that affects us. Yeah. Yeah. How that affects us. And there may be more and more rebels being born. (laughs) I think it's funny that we, you and I were talking before you pulled that card, right. We were talking about kind of just just so much of what's going on right now. And I was specifically talking about today is, is Friday, uh, June 24th and the, uh, Supreme court just ruled to overturn Roe versus Wade. And so I was talking about the impact that has on me personally. And Veronica was sharing with me and then we pulled, she pulled a card and it was the tower. I was like, Oh, uh-huh. Yep. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> and there it is. Yeah. So, yeah. That's what, I mean, I guess I go back to that when stuff happens and I'm like, I don't understand this. Like how, how, how can something, how how can something that I feel like it's just like going so wrong? I don't, there's, you know, and just like, do I give this up to the universe? Do I need to do something? Like what needs to happen here? You know, and to like, see that pull that tower card was like, it felt like, okay, this is part of everything you know, like Mm. destruction and all of this that feels so hard is part of it. You know, it's not separate. It's not, yes, I can get angry about it or whatever I want to do, but like, this is part of the construct and like, yes, the building part happens after that, but like it, it's, you know, it's hard to see that burning building with the people falling out 
you know, it's like, that's maybe what's happening right now, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I just, I feel like I could just go on a whole tangent, but I'm going to reel it back <laughs> in and I'm not going to go there because we'll get way off topic. I'm always um, rebels like, Rah! I know. I'm like, um, but what I do want to speak to just, I know we just have a couple minutes left here because Veronica has a yoga class, Thank go you. self-care, <laughs> go self-care. Uh, but I just, I also want to speak to the rebel being self-destructive because there can be that vibration within the rebel of, of destroying self versus like fighting back, pushing back. Um, so, so there can be kind of this inner chaos that can happen. I think about you know, in my, in my teen years, in my rebel self, I was super self-destructive. I was like, yeah, I'm smoking cigarettes. Cause that's cool. And I'm drinking. Cause that makes me wild. And people around me were destroying things. And, you know, it was just, it was, it was kind of chaos. And I think there can be an allure to that too, especially if you have lived in a really controlled environment to suddenly step into like Woo, chaos, make it all fall down. Uh, but, but you can use your rebel self for good. So that's really the thing I want you all to walk away from today's little chat with is how does your rebel actually help you step into your power in a useful way? How does your rebel show up in your witchcraft and, um, and help you create ritual and cast spells that might create greater change? Um, so that, that is in alignment with your own values, you know? Um, I love that. That feels really, really fitting for right now. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. So I guess we'll, we'll wrap it there. Sounds good. We don't want to make Ron really. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Emily. (laughs) You're welcome. So a little shorter today, friends, but, uh, thanks for tuning in to the witch next door and, uh, you know, find, find your rebel power your rebel yell. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And, uh, and your rebel clothes and, you know, I'm all about dressing your dress, the part, dress the part anyway. Okay. Shut up, Emily. <laughs> Monica, why don't you say it this week until next time? Keep it magical. Dun, dun, dun. Thanks so much for listening to Witch Next Door. If you like what you hear, you can click the anchor support link in the description of this podcast. And if you want to help other people like you find us, you can do that by... You can rate us, you can review us, or you can subscribe. Right? Yeah. You can do all those things. You can just (laughs) click the little stars, you know, and give us like some cold stars and a little comment. Yeah. How was this for you? You know, whatever. Love it. I totally love it. it. That way people who are checking out podcasts will be like, hmm, that Veronica and Emily sound like an interesting listen. I think I'll pop over there or wow, they're off the hook. We'll go listen to them. Those people can't stop laughing. This must be so- <laughs> there must be something good here. I could use a good laugh. Yeah. Anyway, so do that, please. We'd appreciate it. It does help other people find our podcast. And uh, and then we also really love to hear from you. So if you have feedback, that's another way to get it to us. Uh, you can also always write us at wisewomanwitchery at sonic.net. Thank you for joining us on The Witch Next Door. 
Join us next week as we explore more ways to make every day more magical. Can't wait? Visit wisewomanwitchery.com or follow Wise Woman Witchery on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date on all current offerings and be a part of the tribe. All episodes are created by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade Lewis. Music written and performed by Jean Cornelius.